That intro never gets old. Oh, that you are un- you're muted. I don't know what you're talking about. I've been unmuted this whole time. Bully Stark's intro. Oh my goodness. Uh, Hi, Mikey. How are you? I'm good. I'm finding my zen. Actually, now that I think about it, I believe this is my first time being on a live stream review for AEW Rampage. <laughs> oh, is it really? I think so. Okay. Honestly, we reveal so much <laughs> wrestling. Everything kind of blurs together. Right? That's very true. So. Yeah, but... Hello, Biconic Internets, and welcome to another live-streamed edition of your Cleanup Crew Review. This is your weekly AEW Rampage Review team here. I am El Jefe himself, Mikey, and joining me is my brother-in-arms, the co-hostist with the mostest. Love him, you know him, you can see him here on Rampage, as well as popping up on some other stuff we got going on. El, the second himself, Adolfo, the nerdy Puerto Rican. What's up tonight? We are here uh, a little, uh, we're, we're, we're a day separated from Rampage, so we've had time to let it marinate. This has been a very interesting weekend because Collision uh, is, uh, ha- w- there was no Collision this weekend because of the NBA uh, All-Star Game. I guess. Sure. So, uh, and Rampage was on early too. It was on at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, so we've had some time to marinate and uh, I I enjoyed it. I'm I'm stoked. I don't want to like put the cart in front of the horse or the horse in front of the... Whatever the term. I don't know. Whatever the term the kids are using these days. <laughs> whatever they're saying. Whatever they're saying. It was good. Uh, the, it, I, I feel it has been a solid week of uh aew wrestling and storytelling so i enjoyed this rampage and we got a i will say there was some ups and downs i still enjoyed the episode of what we got they crammed a lot of backstage segments in this episode though it was not like like last like last week it was like no backstage segments in in all wrestling this week it was a, a lot of backstage segments it really was i feel like as as someone who reviews Dynamite too, I feel like Dynamite and Rampage switched because we've got mostly wrestling this past Wednesday with very few backstage segments, and I feel yeah. like Rampage and Dynamite swat this week because now we cram. I guess because of the fact that there is no collision, we had to cram in everything for this week in the backstage yep. stuff. Yep, that that would make sense. Yeah, but I am excited for Collision to come back next week because uh, we'll talk about what we were told. To- Brian Daniel Bryan's character, like Danielson's character, facing on Collision. I'm like, just keep feeding him like New Japan Legends, and I'm here for it. We'll I talk know, about it right? at the end. I was like, I'm kind of here for it. That, that and really quick sidebar. I want to find out how to watch that Blackpool Combat Club versus CMLL in Mexico City match. Seriously. It is a it is a thing, and I want to figure out where to watch it. And I want to watch it. And if it's got, if if I got to watch it on the CML C, CMLL website, then Dagnabbit, that's what that's just what what's going to happen. We'll look into like getting a YouTube subscription to CMLL because they do like subscription based stuff too on YouTube. We'll check that out. We'll check We're that out. definitely going to because I would. I definitely want to see that match. Yep. Especially because it's going to be a giant four on four, and we're adhering by the rules in cmlm we're in actual mexico so there are no tags yeah i'm excited that that's gonna be cool but come on all right let's talk about rampage okay let's go so we are here to cover rampage from this past friday which at the time of this live stream slash edited review took place friday february 16th 2024 i believe we are in texas still at this time i believe so which would explain 
San Antonio, San Antonio I think. I think. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So Rampage this week opens up with a very fun singles match. Sammy Guevara versus Jeff Hardy out of nowhere. I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, heal Jeff Hardy for sure. And I have to make this statement before we dive into the match itself. Obviously, we try to keep up to date with all the news. We did get notification that this during this match, Sammy Guevara accidentally knocked out Jeff Hardy when he came down with the shooting star press knee to the face. I knew that. Okay. I thought that that, had, that did something. And yeah. then they edited, they edited out like the last five minutes of the match. As, let's just get into the match. So let's talk about everything prior to that spot because I swear, I was like, they didn't tell me this was a no DQ match street fight because there was ladders. There were chairs. I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't know it was a no DQ match either. And they, yeah, and they just start pulling out like ladders and chairs and, and, uh, and, and tables. And I'm like, what? Okay. Did I miss the memo? Like, what? right. Not, I, not, you know, not that I was disappointed. It was definitely good. Uh, I was, that explains a lot now. But anyway, well, we'll go, go ahead, Mikey. Go ahead with the recap of the match. So the best way I could describe this match, it was orchestrated chaos. Because we yes. had ladder spots in the ring. And then the big pinnacle point, the move here that I was gobsmacked by, but also very worried of how close they were to the actual ring apron, is when we got to the giant ladder outside with the table set up. Sammy mm. and Jeff were fighting to see who was going to be on the table and who was going to jump off the ladder through said table. Jeff ended up on table. Sammy ended up jumping off ladder into table. I was very worried because of how close... Sammy had to blip to keep near the ladder without trying to bash his face into the ring apron. Like the disc between the table and the ring edge of the ring apron was very narrow. And I thought Sammy was about to concuss himself falling all the way down. All over again. Listen, all over again. Safety is super important for us ever. You know, the last few years of AEW, as much as I love the crazy shenanigan spots, something changed inside of me, especially after I saw Darby Allen almost break his spine on those stack of chairs against Jeff Hardy, no less too, like not even a year ago. And I know it's there to entertain the audience, but we, but we got to pick better spots or at least make the distance between the table and the apron more because that was a very narrow margin. Yeah. You know, and it it was weird because you had Matt Hardy outside and it seemed like he was kind of like spotting, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, you would think that the spacing would have been uh, a little better, uh, but uh, in terms of matches, it, it, it was a fun match. Uh, I, it uh, was a lot more entertaining than I thought it was going to be. It was it, to me, it was a, it was a good intro match. It did have a lot of energy, uh, even for all of the scary spots in it. Uh, and who knows? Maybe those scary spots that they did were meant on purpose. You know, uh, maybe they, or maybe not, uh, who knows, but the, yeah, the, at, at the end there, when Sammy did his, not the 450, what's it, what's it called, Mikey? I, I think uh, based on what I saw, it looked like a shooting star press of some sort. Yeah. As and Sammy that, was coming down, his knees hit yeah. right in the face and knocked him well, out. Yeah. Yeah. I, cause that, as soon as his legs came down and you, the camera was in a way that you saw Jeff Hardy's, you saw the connection between the knee and his head and you saw Jeff Hardy's head like bounce off the mat. I figured something happened. Cause it just, 
he just kind of like went limp, you know? And I like, I, I knew he wasn't, at least I thought he wasn't seriously hurt, you know? And it was, and it's Jeff Hardy and, you know, they know how to do these types of matches. They know how to sell those types of moves. So t- to me, uh, it looked like it was all part of the show for lack of a better term. Uh, but it is good to know that he, uh, he did the, it was an actual thing because it, it did look a little, that pin did look a little weird. It, it almost, almost like it was an audible. Uh, type situation there were a few other spots too when jeff was outside of the ring uh where he was just blinking and and like heavy breathing and you know looking like he was like not that he wasn't all there but you know looking he was trying to definitely was dazed for sure yeah yeah so so yeah which again you know i have said this before uh, and it's not that we, it's not that the Hardys don't know how to do this. I mean, they've been doing this for, for, for years. Uh, I just feel, I do get more and more concerned for them, especially for, for, for Jeff, uh, especially lately, he has been cranking out a lot of tough matches. Uh, you know, I was, I guess I, I feel like the, the last match he had was, wasn't that the one against Swerve Strickland or am, yeah. am I thinking no, you're right. He had that match against Swerve, and then like two weeks before that, he had a rematch with Darby too. Yeah, 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 and and that was a really good match too. That I mean, three great matches, but like I don't know, like I I feel like he's not giving him giving himself enough time to like recover in between those matches, especially with the 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 the, the energy level that he goes with during those matches. Uh, and I just, I'm, I'm just concerned. I'm concerned for him. You know, I, cause I, 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 I was a Hardy's fan back in the day. I'm, and I do enjoy watching him wrestle. Uh, I just, I, at least for Jeff's sake, uh, you know, cause Matt, he's kind of switched over to a more strong style now, which I feel is a bit more sustainable. Uh, I just, I wish Jeff would do kind of like, what RVD has been doing where he, you know, Rob Van Dam has been coming out for matches, but it's, it seems like almost like he's doing one match a month and giving himself enough like recovery time uh, in between there. Uh, Because the, the times that RVD has been coming out, uh, he's, he's looked really good, you know? So, but that's, that's, that's just, you know, that's just my, my, my two pesos as it were. Your two pesos. I love it so much. I was like, that's great. So, like we said, Sammy picks up the victory here, and then we got what I've been wanting since we got it like two weeks ago, and I thought AEW forgot about it, but Powerhouse Hobbs ambushes Sammy Guevara after the match and you know attacks him afterwards. Not only ambushing Sammy Guevara, but rolling a crit 20 on his stealth roll, because I don't know about you, but uh, the ring was empty and then all of a sudden there was a big jacked black man in the, in the middle of the ring picking that up sliding was and, and that sliding that was, was so smooth it was man. so smooth i was just like okay that, man. That. he's been it's like powerhouse hobbs been hanging out with the shaolin and learning the ways of the shaolin get that wu-tang yeah no it, but yeah uh powerhouse hobbs he slides in he grabs sammy and he put him into the ground uh and yeah i'm excited i'm excited to see powerhouse hobbs versus sammy Guevara. Do, do we know is it coming up on dynamite or is it going to be a, a a revolution zero hour match we haven't gotten confirmation it's going to be on dynamite we have okay. two Dynamite shows before Revolution, so this upcoming Wednesday is regular show, and then the following week, 
is going to be the go home for Revolution. So right. I wouldn't be surprised if this ends up on zero hour for Revolution if it's not on Dynamite or Collision or Rampage within the next two weeks. I hope it does. I, I hope so too. I, I, I would like to see uh, the extra two weeks of buildup for that. That's a good beef. And then, yeah, and then see it on zero hour. So I'm just happy because I thought AEW forgot about it, but it's like, okay, we're going to continue to build this. And once we get done with this match and then the beatdown afterwards, for the next, I want to say maybe 10 minutes or so, is like crammed with backstage promos and promos yeah. and promos. We're going to go through these as much as we can. So backstage promo number one, Renee is with Brian Cage and Prince Nana. Brian Cage is continuing to feud with Hook. And Brian Cage pretty much calls out Hook saying it's like, dude, you're not even a wrestler. You're barely here. I'm here all the time. I'm a real wrestler. And it gets under my skin that people are cheering for you and not me. So I'm going to make sure that <laughs> I'm cheering for you, Brian. <laughs> Swolverine, I'm, I'm cheering for you. We are too. We love Brian Cage in these households yeah. here. But again, we're building up a feud, Hook versus Brian Cage. And I was just like, I know Brian Cage is technically the heel in this, but I'm kind of on his side. <laughs> totally. And the the other thing too, I don't know. I'm probably sitting alone on uh, my own little island on this, but I don't like Hook's uh, promos that he cuts. You know, uh like the more recent ones for sure are not my favorite well yeah like i the, the ones that, that just jump into my mind are the the ones when uh when when he had he was having getting that match with jack perry and you know it was just like there was that one where he was at the restaurant and he just said just like a few words you know and then there was another promo where he just didn't say a lot and again i'm i'm probably alone on my island on this and 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 i understand that and i'm fine with it uh but i i don't think that hook wrestles enough be able to justify that type of like two syllable it's on type thing like you know, if this was like Samoa Joe, if, if this was like the type of angle that Samoa Joe would take, you know, we see Samoa Joe in the ring constantly and we see him beating the crap out of people constantly. Like, okay, yes, you can back up those type of promos where you only say two words and that's it. I don't, yeah. The, so those type of promos that hook, that hook uh, cuts, I just, I don't like them. Uh, and I, I feel that Brian Cage and Prince Nana are, are going to be the mouthpieces uh, for this. And, and I, I really hope that they do give them a good theater, if you will, to to keep building up this match. Because because I do, I, I am interested in this match because I, I like Brian Cage. And uh, I'm interested to see if they actually start utilizing the FTW belt a little bit more. So I would love to see this feud culminate into the FTW and we talked about this last week, too, is that Hook is the current FTW champion and Brian Cage is the former FTW champion. So let's bring some relevancy back to the FTW title. And, yeah. And let's I'm ready for this feud. I'm really excited. Yep. Then we continue backstage because then we get a promo from Private Party. Oh, my gosh. Is that Private Party? Nope, uh, and we learned. Promo. And you know what? I. I always wanted to know, I was like, so who's this random security guard? We come to find out that the, his name is Cheesecake. So this is Private Party and Cheesecake, the security <laughs> guard. I'm just like, this is amazing. Yeah. Dude, if we ever get a chance, I, I want to interview Cheesecake. Me too. I was just like, listen, I love Private Party, but I want to know. So Cheesecake, 
How does yeah, right. it feel to be entouraging <laughs> in private security for a private party? And do you yeah. carry the velvet rope with you everywhere? Yeah, it was a fun promo. It, it was a to me, it was a good promo to kind of keep private party in our mind, you know, because they they when they came back, they did come back, they did put the the tag team division on blast, you know. So this is this was a, a one of those good promos just to be like, okay, private party is still a thing. So I am looking forward to seeing private party more in the tag team division and to see them climb up the ranks. And honestly, I would love to see them go after the tag championships at some point. So we'll see what happens with all that. Then from here, we get into probably the more clunkier of the backstage segments here. This is with Blackpool combat club with John Moxley and Claudio Casignoli. I thought it started off pretty decent with Mox talking. When Claudio <laughs> stepped in and everything that happened with both, I was like, oh, this is not good. This was yeah. not a good. The most entertaining part of the second part of, of, of the second half of this promo was my uh, my four-year-old son who was, it was before bedtime because, you know, Rampage was at 7 p.m. So he was watching it with me. He kept asking why the elephant had so many cuts and bruises on it because claudio castagnoli if you didn't see rampage claudio castagnoli he was wearing his uh, his merch but apparently he has a new t-shirt where it's an elephant that has like a black eye and like a whole bunch of bruises and whatnot so my my, my son was like why is the elephant all banged up i'm like i don't know bud <laughs> but yeah this, yeah this was i mean even the john moxley part um uh, yeah uh wasn't it wasn't my favorite it was not my favorite uh spot i and it definitely did not make me excited for the ftr fight that they got coming up and you know that's going to be a good fight because ftr you know they do great consistent work uh and you know john moxley and claudio uh castagnoli both do great work in the ring so you know it's going to be a good match a fun match to watch uh but but yeah this this promo was just rough again it started off fine and then as soon as claudio as soon as moxley says claudio you know what i'm thinking and claudio responds with renee's glutes i was like oh this is gonna go off the rails real fast sure did Yep. Ugh. I'm still looking forward to the match between BCC yes. and FTR on Wednesday, but yeah, did not yep. help the cause. Interrupt, and mm-hmm. we get another chapter in the Dawson's Creek saga. As I have, yep, yep. I'm vested in this story, buddy. Woo-hoo-hoo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was happy that that Ruby pulled out the note uh, and was like, "I know it was you," and then like walked off, and then to harley it's like i forgot what she said but then harley is like yeah with my knife. that's a sp- <laughs> and then saray is just like that's a spoon and then i think what caught me off guard like because i was not expecting it harley cameron taps saray with the spoon in like the pectoral region yeah. for yep. monetization purposes yep and they both walk off i had a pause because i was so caught off guard i laughed so yeah. hard i was like this is so stupid, but like- the best way possible. Yeah. So the, you know, this storyline is, uh, I'm, I'm happy. And I, yeah, I was thinking about this earlier today, actually, how uh, mid to late 2023, we were talking of the outcasts when we were talking about Ruby Soho and, and Soraya and how it just seemed like they were spinning the wheels, spinning the wheels. And, and we were, we wanted something from them, you know, some sort of utilization from them. And and, and we're getting that. I think it's a hit. I, I think that the storyline is, is a hit. Oh, absolutely. I thought this was fantastic. It's very silly. 
funny, but it has everything that we kind of want from wrestling. We want the great athleticism, but we love the hokey and campiness yeah. of wrestling. And for once, like we've seen a payoff with the storyline go somewhere too. Yeah. Because then we get the second half with Ruby later, and we'll talk about that when yep. we get there. Because I'm yep. rooting for, I root for love. Yep. We root, we, we, we root for love here. From here, then we get to what I dub the Squatch Match of the Night. Because we are in Texas, we have the natural Dustin Rhodes and the Von Erics once the again. And the Von Erics, yep. I, I was just like, it's been a hot minute. But it's the natural Dustin Rhodes and the Von Erics versus the, our local talents of Romero Cruz, Hit, and Shimbashi. This is like a two-minute match. Dustin and the Von Erics pick up the victory. We're in Tampa. Yeah, I, you know, when they came out, or when I saw uh, on Instagram that uh, we were going to see Dustin Rhodes and the Von Erics in action, you know, and then I saw, oh, yeah, we're in Texas. So, yeah. <laughs> we, we saw a lot of action this week from some Texas natives because of where yeah. we were. Except yeah. I think Regan Von Erich was from somewhere else because we saw Brian Keith have a squash match there, too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that's right. This is squash match. I'm hoping that because <laughs> Dustin told us at the beginning of the year that this will be his final year of professional wrestling. I hope we give him something more. I mean, granted, we're only yeah. in February at this point, but I don't want to wait till the last minute. I would love for Dustin to get one more big storyline, more feud. Doesn't even need to be a title, but let's give Dustin something more before he decides to ride off into the sunset. Totally, especially when you know that he's he is just a company company man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like at at uh at world's end when uh keith lee bowed out the last minute he comes stepping in and he has he he works with swerve to try to make something work right right and yeah okay was not the cleanest match ever but it was literally put together that afternoon so you know like the the fact that they got something together and it was somewhat cohesive is is a testament and he's he's a legend you know uh so i definitely hope that they give him something maybe a push to the ftw belt i mean if he mixes it up with brian cage or hook i would not be upset about it but i do want to reiterate that i want to see dustin have one more run at something and have a major feud before he rides off into the sunset yep definitely Definitely. Then my heart was pure because we got another promo from Timeless Tony Storm. Renee is backstage with the crew of Tony, Mariah May, and Luther the Butler. Renee asked Tony, you know, because Deanna kept it short and simple on Dynamite after witnessing Tony's new film, Wedding, (laughs) and she just didn't mince where she's like, I will break your arm. Beep. And then Renee's like, so how do you respond to that? Poor Mariah May became the test. Just got beat on and armbar and the ankle laughing. Oh my god! But again, it's love it so much. So good. Again, another great woman's storyline. The timeless Tony Storm. uh, I'm so happy that they're letting her just kind of like do her thing because she just comes off as so unhinged. And so just out there, you know, that it, it, it is, it's good. It, she sells it her and, and to their credit, Mariah May and Luther, they add to it too, you know? So it's just bravo, bravo, Miss, Miss Storm, bravo. And I, I love, Tony, I love Tony's line at the end of this. It's like, no one likes, a, no one likes a diva. 
and just yeah. like storms <laughs> off. I'm just like, this is probably my most anticipated match so far for Revolution. And that's saying something because we have a pretty stacked card, but yeah, the story that we've been building to Revolution outside of our triple threat for the AEW World Championship that I'm super excited for. Uh, then we get into what is my match of the evening. Queen Aminata versus Anna Jay. I really, really love this match. This was my match of the night. And you know what? It was nice to see Queen win on AEW programming. Yeah. yeah. But did you see afterwards what happened? Queen Aminata has is now All Elite. It's all elite. All Elite. So yeah. she's so officially she's... signed with the company. Yep. Super excited. Before yep. this match, we get little like snippets of Renee's like interview with Queen. I was like, I'm gonna go watch yeah. that as you know t- later tonight or tomorrow because I definitely want. Queen has be- shot up into the rankings of some of my one of my favorites in the AEW multiverse of madness, as we call it. Yes, between the three AEW shows and the Ring of Honor universe too. I was just like, there's just something about her I love, and those little snippets that we got. Renee is just an amazing interviewer to begin with. I loved her podcast, and the fact that she's able to do this for AEW too, I was like, oh, this is going to be good. And so I'm going to look forward to watch this. But this match was phenomenal. Queen having Queen finally win one on AEW television. Oh, it was great. so nice. Oh so man, good. it was so but nice. My, but I also got to say too. Anna Jay also looked really good in this match too. Like, yes, this is the strongest I have yes. seen her book since post Jericho Appreciation Society breakup. Yes, yeah, I was really impressed with how both of them looked, and the fact that Queen Aminata did get the win, but it it was a hard fought win. So both Anna Jay and Queen Aminata came out looking fantastic i'll tell you what the, the thing that pissed me off about this match though was the announcing table like ah mm, uh, mm, we uh. say no i understand your pain adolfo because whether it be here on dynamite or on collision all of us that review aew we have find a common consensus that during the women's matches commentary just sucks the life out of the room collision does the best job in trying to keep you know the women's match hyped up, but that I think is due to the part that Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor is on the collision commentary team. They are right, exactly. And no, I was I, just like, Ian is the saving grace. Everybody else is trash when it comes to commentating. Tr- women. Yeah, we're just we're spoiled from the ROH announced team because they actually know what the hell they're doing. You know, it really um, is the one thing I will agree with commentary though. I want to see Queen and Anna J run it back again sometime in the future. I want I would oh, love a totally. rematch. Totally. Uh, I, I'm, I'm all for uh, some sort of rematch. Uh, I mean, it'd be cool if Anna Jay and, and just, you know, just kind of like going, this is also factoring in like the backstage politics and this, that, and the other, but you know, if Anna Jay ends up getting one of the women's like the, the TNT woman's title, right. If Anna Jay gets that and then her and uh, queen start feeding for it, you know, that would be, uh, that would be fantastic, but yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm. If there's going to be a part two, or a part three, I'm all for it because it was a, a good match. They both sold the hell out of it, so I'm here. Uh, and and you know, it also it doesn't have to be like the super dramatic uh, storyline either. Just because you know, at the end of this match, they they both shook hands, uh, they both hugged. Uh, you know, I I think it was because I felt at least like. Anna Jay knew that she was giving Queen her first win on AEW. So it was, 
you know, so it was special. Because uh, even, I don't know if you saw, but, like, at the end of the match, Queen was, like, moving to, like, leave the ring, you know? And it, I, I think Anna Jay was like, wait, no, you won. You, you, need, you know what I mean? You need to go do the thing. Queen's like, oh, shit, that's right, you know? So, yeah, so it's good. I, I just hope uh, that this does not cancel queen's push in roh i would be very happy if uh she did get that uh new the the woman's tv title or if not make it far in the tournament and then uh and then yeah. afterwards like you know jockey for it so we talked a little bit about it during the ring of honor review i personally think it's going to come down to the finals i think the finals are going to be billy versus taya but you know what if uh, i would love to see queen make it far into the tournament but yep. this was definitely, again, this was my favorite. This was my match of the evening. Queen is all elite now. Super mm -hmm. happy for her. Yep. I can't wait to see more of her because I think she's super fantastic. Yep. Then we go from an amazing women's match to my favorite dysfunctional family that it also involves some women talent. Backstage with Willow Nightingale, Chris Statlanger, Statlanger, Julie Hathaway. <laughs> I love this little dysfunctional family we have, but... Oh. Willow's not happy with the fact that to kind of get the win on Sky this past Wednesday on Dynamite. And so Chris is like, okay, we're going to try this again. Uh, Stooley, you cannot interfere in Willow's match. And they handshake and everything. And I love Stokely so much. After he shakes Willow's hand, it's like, oh my gosh, girl, you're strong. You know, bless her heart. I, I love Willow Nightingale so much. And she really plays the stereotypical baby face so well you know but like seeing i did not mind that she got the win over sith blue just because you know the the heels they do the same thing so i anytime a baby face gets a win because they don't do it often you know it's normally the baby faces that 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 take the l's when the heels pull shenanigans so in those in those moments when the baby faces win because of shenanigans i'm okay with that i'm i'm totally okay with that i was totally okay with with stoolie going up and, and uh in, in, and casting interference on on aubrey that, that was fine don't don't willow don't go too hard on stoolie okay uh again i love this little dysfunctional family that we have created and i'm super excited to see what the direction we head into next then from here the final backstage segment romance is alive love is real because we yep. get this Renee initially is with Ruby Soho and Cool Man, and then she lets them have their little moment. We come mm. to find out that it was cool and Ruby the about everything, yeah. like outlining everything that Soraya has been doing, and yeah. like basically be like, "I'm fighting for love." And so Cool Hand Ange is struggling to get his feelings out, and Ruby just pulls up with the ultimate move. And it's like, "Look, I was like, do you want to get some drinks sometime? Not tonight because I have a red eye to do, but next week." And then you know he says yes. She's like, good, I'll see you then. Walks off. And Cool Hand Ange is just all smiles. He's like, all right. Yep. And I was like, love is real, you guys. This is the payoff. The it was good. The month, was good. The last month or two with this whole storyline with, you know, the Dawson's Creek saga. That was the outcast breaking up, kind of getting back together. Some shenanigans with the boyfriend. And just love wins in the end because Ruby and Cool Hand Ange seem to be hitting it off. Yep. And I am looking forward to this next chapter. I want them not, to be yep. like this, not really a couple, but like in the wrestling world, I want them to be like a greaser couple where they fight and they just oh, like, yeah. up. 
I was like, yeah. you got the aesthetic. Yeah, they totally have that aesthetic. And I said it before, I'll say it. I'm hooked with this storyline. It, it just, it, it's good. I felt when everything went down, I felt for Ruby, uh, you know, and again, great acting on the part of Ruby Soho to like sell this storyline. Uh, and now that we got this payoff, I'm just like, yes, yes. Get, I, I hope this leads to maybe some like mixed gender matches, you know, like maybe Soraya, I don't know who, or, or maybe Soraya and Harley Cameron versus, versus, uh, Ruby and, and Cool Hand Edge. Like, Heck yeah, that'd be let's cool get some, too. Let's get Hell some intergender yeah. matches. Forget yeah. this now. Let's do intergender matches. Yeah. Or I'm down if, for it. if Soraya does need to find somebody, I mean, her brother is always available. And honestly, I was about I'm, to say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to be honest, as somebody who has become a huge fan of Zack Knight and the few appearances that he's done on Ring of Honor, Soraya and Zack Knight versus Cool Hand Edge and Ruby Soho would be a feud I actually would like. That would be cool. Yeah. So, so I love this. Love wins. And then we get into probably the weirdest thing. So this map, we get into our main event, which is like halfway started when we leave this backstage segment. And then we're yep. told, this is your main event. Everyone's already fighting in the ring. I was like, oh, we're not getting entrances. I guess that's fine. My biggest issue with this match is, is it was like, how did we get this match? What happened? There was like, the only mention we got is on Dynamite. The Bang Bang Scissor Gang mentioned they want to yep. have a 12-person tag match. But then... We get this match. It is the Bang Bang Scissor Gang, which is the acclaimed Billy Gunn, the Guns, and Switchblade Jay White taking on the mix, the mishmash team of the Dark Order, which is Alex Reynolds, John Silver, and Evil Uno, and then teaming up with Double J, Jared, and team. So Jeff, Satnam, and Jay Lethal. (laughs) I was just like... It was nice seeing Satnam in the ring, though. I will agree with that. But I'm also going to say this was not my favorite match because I figured with 12 people it was going to be clunky, but this was kind of a clunky match, too. And I feel like there was a lot of miscues from some people, too. I'm like, I don't think it was supposed to happen. Like This was kind of a hot mess of a match for me, even though I, kind of, I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It yeah. was very chaotic. It was. I actually reveled in the chaos. I was good with it. Uh, and dare, dare, dare I say this was my match of the, match of the night. I and again, this spoke to my lizard brain. But I thoroughly enjoyed the spot fest where everyone just got a chance to come in and do their signature move, and it was just like one after another after another. And then I really enjoyed the three ten to Yuma, where it was actually a badass Billy Gun. Uh, and uh, and Colton, I think. You or, know that... No, I think it was Austin, actually. Okay. But it was nice that... to see father and son pull that yeah. into Yuma. Yeah, that was cool. That that was cool. Uh, so I, I hope that uh, this Bang Bang Scissor Game thing, uh, thing, I hope they're in it for the long haul, and that if there's a dissolution of it, that it's not, you know, this the, the Bang Bang uh, gang, uh, the Bull Club goal, all of a sudden it's just like, ha-ha, you know, we uh you know we we cast ye out type thing you know like we played I, you all along <laughs> right i really would like to see them go after uh the undisputed kingdom and i know like right now undisputed kingdom kind of has some other things going on but maybe later on in the year having the bang bang scissor gang going after the undisputed kingdom because that is the, the that is the thing that's holding them together is the fact that they were all played and attacked and whatnot by the undisputed kingdom uh so i would thoroughly enjoy seeing them get their 
revenge, as it were, on the Undisputed Kingdom. And then they can go back to being the acclaimed and, and Bull Club Gold and, you know, uh, and, and I'll be fine. I just, I, I want to see that before they, they fall apart. And where's, where's, where's Juice been? Juice? I know Juice cool? has been out with an injury. He's going to be out for, okay. like, I want to say, like, eight months or so. Well, I mean, wow. he's, been, he's been out for, like, the last two anyway. So, yeah. returning somewhere halfway through 2024. But he's out wow. with a shoulder injury, I think. Was it from that, uh, that one spot with the Undisputed Kingdom? Maybe. I'm not entirely sure, though. But that's why right now Bullet Club Gold has the cardboard juice <laughs> Yes, yes. It's also ridiculous. It's good. so good. There's Rolly, I love them. I yeah, yeah. But the Bay um, Bay Scissors game pick up the victory here and they celebrate yep. as Rampage goes off the air this week. Yep. All righty. Final ratings. Uh you know, again, it was it was to me, it was solid. The even though it was spot heavy, the only one spot that or I should say backstage spot the only backstage spot that that really didn't sit well with me was uh was that john moxley claudio castagnoli spot uh but even then you know everything else it flowed really well when it was over i was like oh wow that was that was an hour didn't didn't even see that coming so it was very entertaining the matches were entertaining uh you know even, even the squash match with von erics and uh and dustin road uh, you know, it was entertaining. So yeah, seven out of ten. I'm also gonna give it a seven out of ten. I thoroughly enjoyed myself. I really love the women's stuff we got this week between Queen and Anna Jay's match, which was my match mm. of the night, to the next chapter of the dysfunctional family that is Willow, Chris, and Stooley. But I also really love that we got to see a rampage storyline have a payoff to end yes. one chapter with Han Ange and Ruby Soho finally able to be together after Soraya's trying to manipulate and do whatever it takes to keep them apart. Yep. And I'm excited to see where the next chapter that goes. Love wins. It's so good. Love wins. It yeah, is. So, unfortunately, Adolfo, that does bring us to the end of this week's cleanup crew review. But before we sign off, we got to do some housekeeping real quick. If you enjoyed everything we got going on here, if you enjoyed this review, make sure to check us out all over the Viconics Wrestling YouTube channel where we pretty much cover all the big shows throughout the week. And, you know, that's a lot of wrestling. So there's something going on every single day, which is really good. And you can also find our podcast episodes and pay-per-view reviews. It's going to be really, really fun. Stay tuned for this upcoming week because uh, a different kind of video is going to be dropping this week. Uh, we're trying out a new series. So I am stepping up to be the first person for this new video series that we want to do. So hopefully it goes well. If you want to figure out and find out when all these reviews go live, as well as some fun behind the scenes stuff, you can follow us all over the social medias at BC WrestlePod. And if you can't commit to watching our beautiful faces, let our voices carry you through your work day, school day, whatever day you need to have, because there are audio versions of all this. I'm going to let Adolfo talk about the next thing I think he's going to talk about. We broke this news on ROH last night and Dynamite, but I'm going to let Adolfo kind of give you the rundown. So Adolfo, take it away. That's right. If you're in on the East Coast and in the tri-state area of uh, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, uh, we will actually be making our first 
convention appearance at the uh, Wrestle Show New Jersey in Middletown, New Jersey. Uh, that's May 18th and 19th down in Middletown, New Jersey, as I said, at the Middletown uh, Sports Expo. It's a wrestling convention. Uh, the, the, there's a, a lot of stars that are going to be there. Uh, we got Billy Starks, Julia Hart. Harley Cameron, Mariah May, just to name a few, and Nick Wayne and Nick Wayne's mother uh, are, are scheduled to be there as well, just to name a few. Uh, but we will be there the entire weekend. So, you know, if you're in the area, that is, uh, the website is WrestleShowNJ.com, you know. Uh, and on Saturday night, they they have a uh, wrestling match going on as well, uh, which we'll, we'll be at. So, yeah. Uh, you know, come say hi to us uh, at our table. I'm super excited. This is the first wrestling convention that I'm ever going to be a part of. And uh, a bunch of us are going to be down there uh, yep. trying to be professional, but also living out being fanboys of wrestling folks that we love so it's gonna much. Be, it's going to be, be rough. rough, but it's going to be a fun bonding experience for all of us. I think it's going to be really fun to finally get a bunch of us together in person after doing this for almost a whole entire year. That's right. But that is going to be it for us this week on the Cleanup Crew Review. Next week, it's going to just be Adolfo and Alice for the live stream of Rampage next week. Because El Jefe himself, me, is going to be pulling double duty because I will be focusing on TNA's No Surrender pay-per-view with the other TNA boys, Will and Andrew. And then I'm also doing double duty because I'm also make, kind of focusing on WWE's Elimination Chamber. So those oh, yeah, two, that's a thing, too. Yeah, those pay-per-view reviews are coming up shortly, so you will see me with Will and Andrew for TNA's No Surrender, and then you will see me, Minnie, the professor, and whoever else wants to jump on for the Elimination Chamber review the following day. So it's going to be a fun time. But from myself and Adolfo, and the rest of the boys here at the Biconics, remember... Take care of yourself, love one another, and stay biconic. All of you guys, gals, non-binary pals, he, she, they's, and gays of the internet. We will see you next. Thank you so much for tuning in to another Vibe Tribe production. What's going to happen next time? Well, you're going to have to tune in to find out. But until then, remember, take care of yourself, love one another, and as always, make sure that you keep the good times rolling. Thank you for being here, and we'll see you next time.